You win this round, you villain. <laughs> I'm Joe. Gosh. I'm Molly. I'm Jack. You can't look at me like I forget to say my name when you forget to say your name in every well, single episode. No, the reason why no, I look he at doesn't, you... he doesn't forget. He just lulls into the silence and then goes, oh, right, yeah, I meant to do that thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, the reason why I look at you is because if I just stare at the microphone like I normally do, I don't know if either of you are going to say your names. <laughs> when have we ever not introduced ourselves? Yeah, like, but I always look at it so that she says that. Like, what? if I don't, you, you guys don't have a cue. Do you, do you just expect us <laughs> to... We don't need a cue. Yeah, there's You're, silence. Our cue is you going, my, my name's name is Joe. Joe. Silence. Follow. My name's Molly. Pause, Jack. Like, if you didn't look at us, do you think there'd just be like an hour of silence where we go... Yeah. Oh, oh my god, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I missed my cue. Oh. Yeah. yeah, very much. <laughs> In case, for, for, for all the listeners, you know, there's a big X on the table, so we know where to sit. <laughs> yeah, I put that. It's actually back. on the other side of the table now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wasn't even talking about that when I was making the joke. We, we actually have We one. used to have an X to mark the microphone, and realised we rotate the table yeah. every time. We, we should really get a more sturdy studio. Yeah, we didn't even, we just, it's not even an X, it's a bar map. Masking tape the table. I think we should make that the album art for the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Can that be our logo? It's <laughs> Oh wait, yeah, we might get sued. <laughs> we'll just cover that with brains broad yeah. enough. <laughs> Custom beer mats, first product right there. Here we yeah. go. Put a sticky note on it. Everyone does totally t-shirts. Works. We're gonna do beer mats. Yeah, yeah everyone go to our store, brains broad another <laughs> dot Etsy. Dot Etsy. Dot <laughs> we don't even have a normal tummy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, Joe, topic. Today, I've chosen a topic, and I've told neither of you what it is. As always. Uh, I know. It's Well, you only know one small detail. I know, yeah, but I know what it's the remin- It's topic reminiscent is. of uh, idea, which will probably continue when we've had before. What? You don't know it's what not torture. No, I mean, like, the mystery one. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay no, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm doing it in the same format as one of those. Um, so, it's something that's happening right now in science that's fucking rad. Okay. So, we're going to start with the very first thing. It's been happening for... About a year or so now, is a thing called organoids. What an organoid is, is it's cloning organs, but they're very, very tiny. Oh, yeah, it was on Grey's Anatomy this season. Yeah, they're really cool. So, what they are is this way of like starting to build oh, organs. Because me. me and Molly talked about it the other night. It's a way of starting to clone organs that, like, oh, I need a liver. You then grab one of these out of the fridge and pop it in you. Okay. But at the moment, they're like tiny, very, very small. The ones that they have at the moment <laughs> for brains are the size of a pea. All I can picture is, do you know those like little uh, sponge toys you used to plop them in water and they used to grow? Yeah. <laughs> just tiny organs. There we go. From, uh, just put yeah. it in a litre of water and it'll be the size you need. From That's what a... I've seen of it, and granted all of my knowledge on this is going to come from Grey's Anatomy, is that... The most accurate the most accurate. show on No, TV. it's not. Scrubs is. Is that instead of using like one hole, let's say like, and it's not for like, probably not going to work so much with brains and stuff, but for like livers and like other things, um, instead of putting like one big liver in, you just get hundreds of mini livers. So then even if one, if your one mini liver just stops doing its job, instead of going through like a big liver transplant, you have like 99 other mini livers that do the job for you. Okay. I didn't read anything like that when I was researching this. So I don't know if it is that. Especially not the way that I'm picturing it's like a bag of livers. That's, uh, I'm like, <laughs> what's the storage for these 99 mini livers? Glued together. Yeah, glued I'm them. like, what if you run through? Yeah. They didn't go into that in Grey's Anatomy. Rubber they cement. Just, they just grew 100 mini livers. But it was a way of growing it so your body started to like regrow livers. Also, the, the title of our next album. 100 mini livers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought that was our band name. Yeah. <laughs> 
Ty, we're 100 millilivers. <laughs> this is our millilivers? song. Millilivers. Can, we, can we sing just J-pop? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, these are these cool little things that are happening. Uh, cool so 100 millilivers. They've been regrowing organ stuff. They've been regrowing brains. Okay. And they've been doing cool shit where the brains are now kind of working. So they actually have human brains the size of a pea that are sending and receiving electrical signals. Which okay. Pretty fucking cool. It's working yeah. like a brain. Which one thing as well, like, does that mean they're thinking? No. No. Because um, the electrical signals can also just be, like, little motions. So, like, touching something that's hot, that's an electrical signal sent up and back. To, yeah, but it doesn't have a body. It's just a brain. Yeah, so it, can, can, it can't be feeling, but it, it's <laughs> it's still... Ah! <laughs> I'm broken. So it's only okay. internal shit, right? It's got to think. Yeah. So what they've done to try and go even further is they've also, I'm going to say, the scientist who did this book, mm-hmm. I can tell you at the end, he did another experiment before that's hilarious, which I think is. What it is, is they found Neanderthal DNA, and they've decided to clone Neanderthal brains as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. So also, really interesting thing, they're the same size, same as like a pea, but then they're studying them to be like, oh, what can we learn from bringing these back from the dead? Yeah. So the first thing is... Okay, wait, no. Is this step one of Jurassic Park? Yes, that's where I was going to go at the end. <laughs> and uh, I, could, I could feel it. I could feel it deep in myself. But that would be so because like we're already bringing extinct things back, going to bring back Neanderthals from being extinct. Pretty cool. Oh. Uh, their brains as well. There's two really interesting things about them. One is they're all crunkly on the outside, like a piece of popcorn, which is a really strange thing. A shape mm-hmm. like that. Okay, that's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing is that they are when they looked at the neural pathways in them, they're very very similar to autistic brains. Okay. So oh. it's, yeah, it's a really interesting thing. What, what what I want to know, uh, I don't know if you have the information there. Mm-hmm. You talk about them growing, basically mini brains. Like are these are so these literally use... like tiny compact brains, or are they miniaturized brains? As in, in terms of like neural synapses mm-hmm. and the amount within, are they the same as? I can't. So it is. Are. They are functional, but yeah. they're, oh, they're not. not. Yeah. Look yeah. at them. Look at them. That's how small they are. Oh, they wow. They even look they're like really Yeah, like they, they are... They look like the little bits of batter yeah. you drop into oil to make sure... I'll, I'll put it this way. They're dry. literally in Petri dishes for anyone wondering. Yeah. Like and I said, they look like the tiny bits of batter you drop into the Just to show you the crunkliness of them, that's a normal brain cell at the top. And that's an mm-hmm. Neanderthal brain cell. Oh. Yeah. I thought you just meant a brain in general. And I thought you meant the actual brain was shaped like a piece of In which case, I was like, you're an idiot because an actual brain is all crunkly. No, the brain cells are crunkly. But yeah, and this thing where they're like, because up until this point, the only way they'd have to study like extinct shit is by mm. looking at its skeletons. Mm. So the ideas they had now the brains before this, they were like, no, we did not know they were anything like this. Mm. We just looked at their skull and went, there's this much space in there. It was probably something like this. And then someone cloned one and went, yeah, that's not, we were wrong. We got these instead. But that's the joy of science, because you believe something for hundreds of years mm. and then it just goes, actually, this one thing just proves yeah. that. But the coolest thing they're doing is because the uh, normal brains and the human brains, because mm. they can send and receive information, both and receive electrical signals. Yeah. What they're doing is they're strapping them into little robots that look like crabs to see whether or not they can pilot them. The okay. moment they're having minimal success. Okay. But they're starting to tweak the designs to the point where these brains will learn to control these small robot bodies. Okay. We're making cyborgs. You're making a crang. Yeah, it's a crang. <laughs> You're making a crang. It's a weird little brain this piloting is the best robot. News I've heard all of. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but like, oh, they're gonna pilot tiny robot crabs. Are, yeah. So they're just piloting tiny crab Jaegers. Yeah. yeah, well, my my big concern is like we we've seen what a natural crab can do when it gets hold of a knife. <laughs> what are these robo crabs gonna do? Well, we're gonna get a good sense of their violent capacity because Soon? 
once they get the anthem brains, they're starring in Robot Wars. Ah, Robot Wars! So here we have this team from Bristol who've been working on their robot for months. Here we have some scientists from the Netherlands who don't have a control. Why? We put a brain in it. But like the team from Bristol, all I can do is flip. <laughs> and it still fucking wins because flipping is the most overpowered thing in Robot Wars. No, I just like the idea that the, the brain one goes in and is like, I don't actually want to fight and just leaves straight away. <laughs> no, that's why they got to put like, it I'm in the house robots. So he goes separate. Oh, Sergeant Slaughter with a human brain. <laughs> yeah. Man, he would run. He, man, fucking hell. Give him like some PSD. Theresa May would be out of office within a week. Give him some PTSD. Put it inside the floor and have him loose. He doesn't need PTSD. Sergio Slaughter's got PTSD. Sergio Slaughter's always my favorite. That man has been there a long time. You know there's a couple of versions of PTSD. Yeah. It was when I was reading Sapiens and it was a case that like the majority of when we think PTSD it's like quite a negative thing. There's versions of PTSD that you only strive to do better once mm-hmm. you've been um, affected, which I find really cool. interesting. Yeah. Um, just enough, the idea that you've some something's happened to you that's gotten you to such a state of shock that like you can't move or will like deeply affect you. But you're gonna go no now it's gonna be better instead of yeah. such. It's just a really interesting reaction. No, it's like my, an adverse reaction to it. My main memory of PTSD is like always thinking for it is what was the name of that cop show starring Turner and Hooch. <laughs> <laughs> we went completely different. The one that stars William Shatner. Uh, Turner Hill <laughs> <laughs> Street. Anyway, <laughs> bad boys. Law and order. There's an episode of that where one guy's chasing someone. Boston League's been in what? Don't know. It's not Boston League. That's another. Someone will tell us in the comments. All two of our listeners. The rookie. <laughs> the rookie with Nathan Fillion. <laughs> I remember seeing he's getting shot at and gets like keeps seeing pictures of the war and I've always been like. That all it is. You get really sweaty and think of trees from Vietnam. That's all it was. No, like there's different ones. Like me and Kira are currently watching a show called Safe, and like I said, it's Michael C. Hall, the guy from Dexter. Well, Dexter from Dexter. Oh, it's well safe um, that show. It, it's literally about a gay community and dirty secrets to hide within. Oh, so it's like um weeds. Yeah, uh, yeah, basically. But um, it's written by a guy called Harlan Coben, whose novels are notorious for having like red herrings and misinterpreted details. Chekhov's guns everywhere. Basically. Um, but a, ma- a major a major aspect is Michael <laughs> C. House. Hall is a war vet and his wife is after dying so he looks after the army dog no um, shut up Joe <laughs> <laughs> uh, his, wife's after, his wife's after dying and his PTSD he doesn't have PTSD from war he has PTSD from his wife's dying okay and he sees her and he, he sees her just on various occasions like but, the episode of the Simpsons where Krusty dies sure but uh, we're just going to move past money. I can see the look on your face. Just move past it. <laughs> They're never in a negative connotation. Like, he never sees it and becomes distressed or panicked or whatever. Mm. He sees her and he just kind of, it suits him in a weird way. He kind of sees it and he's like, okay, we're just going to take a deep breath and we're going to look at this from another way. Which is a really nice, different way. Of, yeah. Because every time you see PTSD portrayed in media, it is that kind it's, of, yeah, it's oh God, what am I seeing? Like, Jacob's Ladder almost, mm. fucking mad shit. Whereas, as you said, PTSD can manifest in an almost positive yeah. way. There's another um, name for it. Though. Yeah, I haven't finished the show. I so I can't, I, I don't know if he's going to stop seeing her or whatever. But, okay. you know, it's it, so far it's never been a negative connotation to him seeing her. Mm. Uh, especially given the plot of the show, it actually mm. doesn't have anything to to do with her oh. uh, it does but given that she's dead you know she's kind of a subplot well no yeah mm. 
the remember I saw something about PTSD before, where like one of the ways they found that soothes it really well is Tetris. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, playing Tetris is fucking great for yeah. it. That's why. That's literally one of the big founding principles behind that PS4, the new PS4 Tetris Tetris Effect is. Yeah. Um, they did uh, a study in some university in the states, basically. Colorado. Uh, sure. Let's go with that. It totally wasn't Colorado. It totally or whatever. Wasn't. I knew. I don't um, remember the sea. I don't know. You, Columbia. Do you even know what te- Tesla? I feel about. like it's more like do you, Columbia. Do you know what Tesla I'm talking about? I yeah. Think, I, yeah. I feel like you mentioned it when we saw when we talked about yeah. Tetris effect. Um, yeah. Basically, they performed a test on um, people with PTSD and people with short-term memory loss. And they found that uh, within the group of PTSD, obviously, it caused immense feelings of serenity mm. and calm. Within the group that had short-term memory loss, they began remembering this feeling of playing this game despite having no actual recollection of it. And they started seeing shapes when they went to sleep and they started feeling... Like, it, it, it suited them as well in a way that they couldn't explain because they mm. couldn't remember the game, but left such an impression at such a base instinctive level that they were able always, to use it as a soothing effect. I always find Tetris so stressful. As much as I'm like, yeah, I know, it's so calming just to clear yeah. those lines. Part of me is also like... Do, like, I was actually so watching, I was watching a video recently and a guy who had access to the E3 build of Tetris Effect got a Grandmaster to play it. Mm. Um, a Grandmaster who has only ever played NES Tetris. He's oh, never wow. he's never swapped from his base game of Tetris. And he gave Tetris Effect to go. He, you know, it was fine, it's Tetris. Like, you know, he was like, okay, it's pretty lights and colours, but at a base level it's Tetris. Hmm. Now a couple a couple of things they've introduced in Tetris Effect is they've introduced a bar which fills up as you clear lines. Basis of the bar is it stops time, essentially. And what you can do when with the stop time is increase blocks break, but they don't disappear. So you can break more possible lines in this new Tetris than has ever been physically. So you get like a triple so, Tetris as one So pre- yeah, previously a highest was a Tetris. In this, it's a it's it's a word it's it's a hexadecimal Tetris because it's sixteen possible lines of breaking, and they managed to get it anyway. And I, I believe it was the first recorded hexadecimal Tetris um, on like you know ever. Uh, not well outside of the creator's office mm. essentially. Mm. But um, your man, I know I'm going off talking. We'll get back on after I finish this line of of thought. But um, tried the VR version because it's got VR compatibility. And they found that his gameplay actually improved to a level he'd never been able to do before. And they realized what this was, was because VR headsets have such low latency due to the lens they use being so close to the eyes and all that, his brain was actually working faster than it ever had with a normal screen running at 1080p or whatever the fuck. Just by sheer... The idea that it's it was it was so close to him, he was able to process information faster than he ever had. What you're saying is we should put these headsets on the little crabs, crabs and get see how, yeah. how good exactly. they can get them. How long it takes them to get hexadecimal exactly. Tetris. But will that get rid but of no. their PTSD? But first, they're going to need to go through their first game, okay. which is once the Neanderthal brains are able to pilot these robots as well. They're gonna make them fight. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Yeah. They're gonna make no, that, Neanderthal brains. Man, and, it's like, the human, human condition. Brains. Yeah, like step one, can they fight. kill each other? Step two, how can we weaponize this? Step three, can we eat it? No, my favorite thing with making them fight, we'll be able to make Neanderthals go extinct twice. Humans will have wiped them out <laughs> twice. <laughs> Like but we bring something once in their meager human form, yeah. in, in their superior robo crab form. Yeah. But were they? Is it like do you know the way? Like Neanderthals. One of the biggest ways that we did get ahead of them eventually was just our grasp on like tools and 
things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we uh, did... Another thing as well that they've discovered from growing these brains is they had really, really poor social structure abilities. Mm. So it was very difficult for them to even communicate to each other. Well, so that's that, why... that was a given. Humans can have a big old chair. You enlarged from the uh-huh. Wernicke and Broca, parts of your brain. It's your language receptor and mm. your language... Um, <laughs> Deceptor. One of one of them's for taking it in, one's from actually speaking. So if they're gonna have, and actually, like, I think it comes up in Sapiens. Very that, 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 that's why Joe has such an enlarged, <laughs> lopsided head. <laughs> he's just always he, talking. He, yeah, his the, the one that like sends out communication is just Wernicke. grossly oversized compared to the one that actually. He looks listens. like Dear David. No, I look like the elephant man. <laughs> um, yeah, and I know. Have you heard about robot crowns? <laughs> in a similar thing to what you're saying, I remember when reading it, they were like. The Wernicke and the Broca are tiny in comparison to our brains, whereas like your full, like it's a lot of your frontal lobe is just like, hi, this is your speech and this is your thing. An interesting one, I think one's on the left, one's on the right. So you could have a stroke and they completely mm-hmm. wipe out your speech, but you'd still be able to perfectly understand everything. Yeah. So on speech, that links into the other experiment this guy did before. He tried to get them to talk. No. He tried to give my speech impediments. That's <laughs> um, totally possible. Yeah, he was breathing. I mice. want to. Kn- I'm sorry. I need to meet this fucking <laughs> like Victor Frankenstein level <laughs> madman who got funding to a build Robo Warrior Neanderthal crabs and b give spot my speech impediments. <laughs> because like, he was intentionally breeding them, giving them genes. That would give them speech deficiencies, so, just to see if they would stop talking to each other. He's just breeding them to have fatter tongues, and like tongues in different positions. Oh, no, he's building Mighty Mouse to be dead. Look, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not surprised, because I know I remember watching the thing. Mighty Mouse! <laughs> no, what he did is he gave one really bad, that was Mighty Mouse, and he gave one really good, and that was Danger Mouse. <laughs> and then he made them fight. Um, I remember watching the thing before, and it was talking about how dogs in different parts of like um, England picked up on their owner's accent there was scouser dogs and there was like welsh dogs and they did have slightly different accents when you compared their barks to the same breed did the the welsh ones just bad (laughs) (laughs) i like who is going around listening to a dog like yes it's a brummy dog i mean (laughs) the dog's quite posh listen to its bark we don't serve liverpudlian dogs here Leave, sir. How can you tell the difference in their accents? Whatever way they, they analyse the like. I, honest, I think it's just like some guy in that lab was like, yeah, no, this one's got this accent. Like, okay. No, no, it says, woof, up. <laughs> right, just like, you like, woof, yeah, mate. You go, Dave. Well done. Keep going with the dog barks. We'll keep growing these brains over here. Uh, Steve's over there with the fucking stuttering bollocks, man. <laughs> Steve's in a corner surrounded by mice in a straitjacket to be like, yeah! <laughs> I couldn't agree more. No, there's two labs side by side, and once your experiments go a bit batshit, they push you into the other room, very sad that moved your equipment in piece by piece each yeah. day. This is like, sorry, the company running these experiments, are they by any chance called Vault-Tec? It's like, this is the level of fucking insanity I've come to expect what, from Vault-Tec. What vault was Steve in? <laughs> what, what vault, when that opened after, like, the nuclear war? The ones that let all the mole rats. Here, here are the mice with the speech impediments. <laughs> That's it. It goes like vo- like tears of fucking enemies what? in Fallout. It goes like <laughs> super mutant death claw fucking mouse doctoring mouse <laughs> robot crab with a tiny brain. I'm sure. That's the thing. I am sure there are. Oh, it's Robo Scorpions. That's what I was thinking of. Old World Blues had Robo Scorpions uh, with brains in them. Um. So obviously is, they just played Old World Blues. Yeah. Today. Is there speech? Is there my speech therapist for the mice? <laughs> <laughs> Have is you there... not seen the king's squeak? I, gonna... 
I was gonna say mouse speed, but I love yours a bit more. <laughs> I'm so oh, proud of that. I am too. So I was literally about to say the mouse speech, but I love yours so, so much more. Good. King Squeak is fantastic. Oh, King Squeak. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, say we, say we, like, no time. We should just finish on that. That was a 10-minute <laughs> no, podcast. Like... <laughs> what are we going to do with this shit? Like, will we get a robot fighting league of, like, tiny brains in robots? Only when we finally establish how to make the Samurai Pizza Cats and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> then we have a proper animal robot fighting league. <laughs> but, like, Wait, is that what, like... Oh, what's, it's the sensei. Does, is he going to now have a speech impediment? <laughs> Master Splinter. Master Splinter, yeah. I thought that was the weirdest. I, believe, I believe it's Master Splinter. <laughs> Master, Master Splinter. Splinter. It would be so difficult. Because he teaches the turtles how to speak, I assume. Actually, no, he mustn't. Because they all got like New York accents and he doesn't. Yeah. He's got like a samurai accent. <laughs> Samurai accent, <laughs> you know, from the nation of samurai. Yeah, yeah, it's it's right next to you know racist oh. Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> I think all I can think of is racist things. Like I'm not saying any of these. No, that's, why, that's why we can't do LPs yet. You're not PC. We can't do LPCs, but we can do LPs. We can do an LP for our band. So <laughs> Well, like, because I would totally watch. A fight I'm sorry, movie. this topic has gone off course. I'm so glad it did. Yeah, it's, it's much better. It's off. a Joe topic. Yeah. Oh no, I'm mm-hmm. happy for this to be just an everywhere podcast. I feel like this yeah, was a pre- this was a here's some fodder. Mm. Chew it up and shit it out. Uh, <laughs> no, because I'm going to talk about Jurassic Park in a minute. But what okay. I want to know is if we make a fighting league out of these robots, what do we get? Like human brains, Neanderthal brains, dog brains, cow Wait. brains. Are we going to get to a real steel point? Where instead of boxing, everyone just watches brains fight each other? Yeah, but in, in robot bodies that are boxing. Wait, no, then that will turn into that one episode of Mike Tyson where he punches out Deep Blue and it's got a brain inside it. <laughs> That's exactly what it'll be. <laughs> Deep Blue is the jazz robot, isn't he? I'm sorry, sorry, you went way too deep. I heard Mike Tyson punch out. But then didn't hear Little Mac, and I assumed you went on another tangent. Because <laughs> no. Mike Tyson's punch out, I stopped at that. I'm no, sorry. Mike Tyson mysteries, as I was talking about. But yeah, but you, the, the sentence you said was Mike Tyson punch out, and I went, God, Mike Tyson's punch out is so good. And then I stopped <laughs> listening. No, he, there's no sense where he punches out Deep Blue, the chess robot, and has a brain inside it. So that's what we're leading up to. See, He's going to punch out these robot crabs and realise, I don't know, for some reason, I don't think he'd realise it, because everyone else is... Re- it's just Mike Tyson's a bit yeah. slow in the uptake. Yeah, <laughs> Did he give the mice a speech impediment? <laughs> <laughs> he was just teaching them to speak. <laughs> uh, somebody says, you said Mike Tyson. I just went to that weird one-man show that he did. What one-man show did he, he do? Did, I don't know, he did a one-man show. He did a one-man show, yeah. but it's literally him sat on a stage. For some reason, they built like on a weird backdrop so he can sit in the corner on stage and just on a stool. And talks for an hour and a half. NBA, so NBH mentions it in one of his uh, Tony Award openings. I I think because he was nominated for a Tony for it. You got Tony for sitting in a corner and chatting shit. Did you get Tonys for plays as well? Can we get Tony? Probably. We'd have to be on Broadway. We are. Well, if we run on stage with an MP3 file, hit play and run away. <laughs> <laughs> Does that count? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm pretty sure there's more rules, like uh, how long the run will have to be. But hey... So the Tonys well, we were just over. We have a year to get Ooh. to the Tonys. We can use the brawn of our team to push, keep everyone <laughs> yeah. off stage. The brains can come up with a plan. And the other is that special mix that gets us that Tony. The other is the one that runs on stage. Yeah. <laughs> I also just really want a Tony just to spin it. Do they spin? They spin. Yeah, they're like coins. They're... On... They, they look like globes, but with a coin. Oh, yeah, yeah I know the ones, ball. actually. I didn't realise they actually spin. Yeah. yeah. 
Because that was, I think when it was when Lynn Mal went random. It's, wasn't it's for, distract all those people who aren't on Broadway anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Basically unemployed. <laughs> Sit there. Wee! Wee! Yeah. Wee! When he, yeah, when he got his, I know he talks about it. And he, same with his once friend in the Heights. He's like, yeah, no, they, they spend, just want to spend the Tony. Man, the heat beer recording. I'm ju- I'm literally thinking, I was like, I'm going to go open the door. Give me two seconds. Yeah, so we're going to get some background, right? I still did not. But like, so. Too weird, but my body temperature is too Because what do we want to bring back that's not around anymore? Like, because we can, we've brought back Neanderthals. What else can we bring back? My I'm not, I'm not bringing. <laughs> <laughs> we're not bringing back dinosaurs. We're, like, we're not on. bringing back dinosaurs. Yeah, like if, five, if five films are enough to prove that we shouldn't. Dinosaurs. No, I would totally go go so Jurassic would Park I. if it was open. But I would die. Well, you know, because there's a big bunch of times, a couple years, where Jurassic World was open and running fine. It's only when Wu makes the Indominus that things go shit. Yeah, but can we talk about, like, Jurassic Park just has this inherent flaw in that they treat, like, they treat them like they're animals and not. A predominant force of <laughs> just sheer power. They are animals. They're a bit bigger than animals, though. Elephants like, are big. They're still an animal. Blue whales are still yeah, animals. But, yeah, but Joe... When was the last time you saw a blue whale in a zoo? Yeah, and elephants I aren't exactly known for their <laughs> lust for blood. Actually, Tigers, lions... Are significantly smaller than the majority of dinosaurs. Hippos. This isn't Longleaf where they're just like <laughs> in the river that people can go in. But no, because like, I just don't, I don't, uh, like, I... <sighs> would you go if it was open there? I don't know. Would you come with I still haven't been to going? Disneyland, lads. I can't say for okay, sure I'd go to Jurassic okay. Park. No, so Monday we go to Disneyland, Tuesday Jurassic Park. <laughs> here's the thing about Jurassic Wednesday Park. Wednesday back to Disneyland. That I find really great, right? So it was made to be that anyone can come and go. They mentioned that in, I think, the first one and in World. That they, it's the price to come there is just like a normal fun attraction price, it's like going to Disney World or something mm-hmm. like that. It's like 40, 50, 60 quid, probably. So, the thing is, okay, well, it's on like under 100 quid to go for a trip. I feel like fast pass is going to cost. Well, yeah, but you're not, you're, I'm saying basic one. Okay. So, like, to get your basic ticket, included in that, you're being sent out to a Jurassic Park. She's like, oh, you're traveling to London. That's it, because he made it so that anyone can go. Huh. So I've always read into that, because to fly off to South America is not going to be cheap. And like, no. it was boats, it's not. It? Uh, you go, you get a boat. They, they only flew because they were staff. Uh, you get a boat when you um, go to the island, but you leave from uh, South America. I can't remember the exact. What do you mean you leave from South America? You, you get, get the, the boat, boat from South America yeah. to. But you have to fly to South America. Yeah, yeah. obviously, but that's not. I think co- it's that's not going to be covering your ticket. I think it's Puerto Rico. But I think he says he wants anyone to be able to go. And you look at the amount of people there. Especially you think he has flights dedicated in every airport around the world, specifically just to go to this one airport in South America. Does he own an then... airline? Yes, he has a ridiculous amount of money. He's a ridiculous loss of money on this business. It's crazy. He did loot, he did clone dinosaurs. So I'm going to say that's probably not, it, too much money. Thing, like, research costs aside, it doesn't cost him money to clone the dinosaurs. They don't go, right, we need this much money for this frog DNA. I know that that like Jurassic Park game that's out. That's meant to be bad. So you need money to clone those. You still, he still had to. I don't think you do because he had to pay the miners that were digging up the amber that had the mosquitoes. I thought you did. Which is always have to find the DNA. I know you. No, you. I know you have to research the DNA. I don't have to pay for it in a new game. Then no, I just, just buy some miners. Just play Ditchimon instead. Oh man, if Ditchimon Park was a fucking thing, I'd be there in a heartbeat. 
I'm sorry, fuck Jurassic Park. If Digimon were real, you could not pay me to leave that. Place. I would. I feel like Digimon Park would be way worse because they like. Cause I'm assuming it's like a zoo as well. They can talk English. Yeah. Okay. Maybe more. If, <laughs> if, Digi, if Digimon more along the lines of like in the like the actual just they, like they existed in the human world as like animals, as in like the kind of Pokemon style of you can just have Digimon. Man, I fucking. They can love still Digimon. talk English. I'm sorry. I just. Love, yeah, I know. They'd be much better conversationalists than you two. I could have a podcast with Digimon. <laughs> <laughs> that was the last we ever heard of Jack. <laughs> As he threw himself into his work but, researching okay. digital <laughs> monsters. So yours is Digimon. Mine's dinosaurs. Molly, if you could have a park of anything, which park would you go to? I just want to go to a Fighting dog. robot crab park? No, I just want to go to a dog park. There is oh, a dog that's park a race. in Japan. That's a real there's literally thing. a dog amusement park in Japan. I thought it was not an island. So they have no, islands. Yeah, island. no, there's Cat oh, Island, there's rabbit, island, 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 rabbit island, island, and Horse Island. They have a duck island? island? I feel like they've got a duck island as well. They've just, no, got, ra- like they've just, just got a giant rubber duck in the harbour. No, they do. There's literally there's yeah, a giant I, rubber duck that floats around Asia. I've seen the videos when it I believe it deflated in Thailand or someplace like that. Yeah, no, I just want to go to a dog park. That's boring. There is a dog amusement park. And it's like a cat house. It's just like a single yeah. house. It's like if you prefer cats, you can go there. Well, you can find out with any Why crazy lady. Why would you go lady. there? <laughs> any crazy lady's got one of them. Okay. Well, not because I would like go Jurassic Park day one, I'm there. Because, right, so if you look at See, with Digimon, I get both dinosaurs and mechanical dinosaurs. Yeah, but I also think. <laughs> like, yeah, it is pretty cool, but at the same time, they can talk. And I feel like exactly. it would be really upsetting to see like an Ogremon hey, in a cage. Can I, they wouldn't be in cages because they can talk. They're sentient beings. It'd, yeah. be, it'd be more like more like Africa before we took all the black people. <laughs> <laughs> all the Digimon would just live on a continent, and we'd be like, well, how are you? I was going to say, is it like a Ren Fair that you go and you can interact with people and they're all like. No, within it's a like, certain place. It's like, no, they're like Africa before we colonized it. <laughs> but no, you yeah, do... yeah, exactly. Africa at its best before we <laughs> made all its natives fucking slaves. <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of I'm afraid to talk about it. this topic. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Ditchmon are like black people. <laughs> <laughs> but still, if you want to get the cool, exciting ones, like the scary ones, you're going to have to put them in cages. <laughs> You don't have to put them in cages. The scary ones that want to murder everyone. They don't have to go. You don't make those so ones. Yeah, you don't breed. De- you don't breed the Devilmon. Then you don't breed Beelzemon because he's named after a fucking devil. <laughs> yeah, but like you go- people How are about gonna want to see Rosemon or Palmon, someone who's cute and adorable. I feel like if you breed a Rosemon, you're gonna get weird sex tourism coming through. Here, Obviously. <laughs> I'm That's sure it. there's someone who wants to fuck a dinosaur like, too. I like that he said, obviously, I'm there. Take it, day one. <laughs> <laughs> have you not well, seen like, my fan? <laughs> like, right. there's, there's only so much you can have with dinosaurs. You've got big, scaly bastards, or slightly less big, scaly bastards. And more feathery. Yeah. yeah. Not if you're going Jurassic Park style. Well, here's my big thing on Jurassic Park, right? Uh, this was like the four-page essay I sent to a girl on Tinder one time was my opening message. <laughs> so I read it. John Hammond. Yeah. He like cloned dinosaurs, right? He can also teleport. 
<laughs> yeah, there's a lot of weird shit on that island. Now, gonna... uh, before he even gets to the island, he teleports from a helicopter to a fucking trailer. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? In the first film, a <laughs> helicopter lands, <laughs> and they all run up to the helicopter looking for John Hammond, and he's in a fucking trailer on the other side of the deck. And he's already, like, popping their champagne. Like, he knows everything he is as well. He's, like, weirdly magical. John Hammond is literally, like, Morgan Freeman and Bruce Almighty. Oh, my God. He's amazing. I think he's great. Well, then why does he make, why does Muldoon wear his socks the way he does? Because Muldoon is the best character in all films ever. <laughs> is John Hammond holding his socks up? Is that how they I'm stay sorry. up the whole movie? John Hammond, that's the why they slip down. Anytime they slip down, it's because John Hammond Hammond's, isn't looking yeah. at him. <laughs> He's lost concentration for a second. But no, so John Hammond clones the dinosaurs, right? They look like what we thought dinosaurs looked like in 1993. Don't yeah. they address this in Jurassic yeah, World? They, I don't. Uh, they, they gloss over. There's, there's, there's a throwaway line about yeah. this is the what they used to look like in the last part. Yeah, when they're talking they're about making, making the Indominus, like, they're like, oh, yeah. well, yeah. We're, you know, do we want to go for accuracy or cool? And they're like, we need money, make it cool. Yeah, I actually I do remember that yeah. line. But my thing was the fact that he knew how to make these creatures. Because first of all, the amount of DNA you're going to get from a mosquito that's frozen in amber, it's going to have been digesting it. It would have been drinking several different things. Yeah. There's no way you're going to be able to single out mm. whose DNA is what. So, what you, that's what why he was doing, the, Well, that's what they spice. That's why but they spice then, it with the frog DNA. They wouldn't know what they were getting. It'd be lucky dip. Not even that. You might just be cloning mosquitoes the whole time. They're, they're, well, see, they're, I, I, they frogs just, are mentioned in other meat. I'm pretty sure frogs are. Something about are. their DNA is they, unique. Because doesn't. If it, they change like, gender. They yeah, do, yeah. It's something about their DNA. And I'm pretty sure I remember even the original. Not When I say the original, I don't mean Lou Ferrigno. The original MCU Hulk mm. doesn't he isn't he investigating gamma radiation on frogs? It's making frogs explode. Yeah, yeah. Freddy the frog. It was it, frog was called Freddy, and he blows <laughs> up just before Bruce gets mutated. That's because he realized it was going to turn into a T Rex, so he blew it up. He didn't yeah. want it there. No, no, trust me, he didn't. Bruce did not blow it up. The frog just fucking exploded. I remember, I remember the scene. It's, it's scarred into it's my just, mind. It's it just, just pops. It's just after Lou Ferrigno walks out the door with Stan Lee. There's. <laughs> Uh, species of frog that does explode though. Oh, trust me, this thing did not explode of its own. No, like, no, it, it, it like <laughs> okay, yeah. it got a blast of gamma radiation because and went. The I cannot. I think I want to say they're a German frog, but they explode and their entrails just go like, and like they're they're like tiny bits of entrails, whatever. It just goes the full span of it. It's just they're just exploding frogs. I don't know what makes them explode, but they exploding do it. dinosaurs. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, that would be fucking great. You know, that, that would have worked in Jurassic Park. Like the <laughs> ultimate safe. safety. Safe. They explode themselves. Like fucking Bryce Dallas Howard is no. screaming as a T-Rex comes towards her and then fucking explodes and showers her in guts. <laughs> no, but think about it. There's too many sharp bits. A raptor explodes, it's fucking hook claw is going flying and that's hitting the kid in the face. Yeah, but like, what is your death rate in comparison to just having the dinosaurs loose? Well, do you know how many people the T-Rex, I think Tracy is her name, from Jurassic, World, Jurassic Park and World across the five films, how many times she, how many people she actually killed? Zero. Two. Two. Yeah, I told you that. <laughs> I found out that I mentioned you the other day, yeah. She's only ever killed two people. She that's kills one dinosaur. How many dinosaurs The true lose? hero of Kills the, the lawyer. Tracy. And she kills Tracy a guy in um, Jurassic World 2. Oh, um, Fallen Kingdom. I see. I yeah. haven't seen it. It's a fantastic film. It's really, really I've good. I've heard it's very bad. And I... I'm going to take these people's word over yours because I asked you, could you give an unbiased opinion? You said yes, no. I said no, but I said M could, and she said it was fantastic. Yeah, but literally every other review I've heard has said it's not great. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. What are I saying wrong about it? A lot. Just, like, just the plot the is nonsensical. And I have heard what you've said about it, 
while it sounds cool it, without spoiling obviously the film because this isn't a spoiler cast while the plot and some of its aspects sound funny and cool I can 100% understand why people think it's the dumbest shit they've ever heard in their life So, because the reason why I love it is because like you know exactly what plot point I'm talking about yeah, yeah. and like just a lot of like uh, from what I've heard in reviews a lot of it's totally unlikable and the trailer has the issue of literally spoiling everything in the film I can say one word and like I didn't I talked to you about this and I didn't notice until I watched another review and they say that's the final scene and that really bugs me is sorry it's for for listeners it, I'm trying to say it without, <laughs> ju- without obviously spoiling it yeah there's Sam Neill is coming out on a new film and it looks okay, really just, interesting just to yeah we were paused for a bit just, we paused for a while. just to bridge they continue to talk about actors in Jurassic World, and now we're talking about something. Yeah, because we, we were talking about spoilers. And uh, he's not in Jurassic World. Then we started talking about actors, and everyone should be called. Uh, he is in Jurassic Park 1, 2, 3, not in World, yeah, you're right. But I'm hoping he'll be in World 3, because there's reason for him to come back. Uh, which kind of talk about Super Wars. Anyway, he's in a new film coming out, which is about, uh, like, Tiny slaves. Tiny robot crabs. No, it's about, he's this lovely man, and he, like, works, has a bunch of black workers with him, and he's in Australia, it's the time of slavery and all that. But he doesn't treat them like slaves, treats them like people. And this whole thing yeah. is like, well, God made us all. Like, we're all the same. We're all fair. Why should we not be like this? I can't not see Sam Neill as um, a filthy bastard from Peaky Blinders. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's such an unlikable prick in Peaky Blinders. Oh, you should watch this video I'll show you with Sam Neill in it, where he just behaves like the most unlikable person ever. It's the funniest is thing ever. Is it just the inferior with him in his vineyard? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, anyone there, just look up Sam Neill vineyard. vineyard. You might be able to find it. I'm not going to try to find his actual vineyard. Interview vineyard. Go <laughs> What's the interview with? I don't know. It's an Australian talk show. Yeah. Anyway, uh, no New Zealand talk show rather. Anyway. Anyway. So, uh, so it's about then this tiny guy... robot m- mutant crabs. <laughs> so it's about this guy who comes in and he's like Sam Neil and them help him out. So like, oh yeah, look, you need food, water, whatever. And then that guy is a massive racist, <gasps> and he tries to no. kidnap... Played by Jamie Foxx. No, played uh, by Jack. No, he tries to kidnap hey. one of the slave kids. We well, one of said. the kids to make him a slave. No, we didn't. We were past. Uh, tries to <laughs> kidnap one of the kids to make him a slave. And then, through events, a black man kills that guy, and it's about all these people hunting that guy down. Is even this though... Django Unchained too? No, well, no, because this guy's not going is for revenge. Australia, he's too? actually just fleeing, because he's like... I did nothing wrong. And Sam Neill's like, he did nothing wrong. Everyone's like, doesn't care, we're going to kill him. <laughs> he did something wrong! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks really interesting. Don't know the name it of it. It's something country. Uh, I think it's out now. You know what? Just, uh... yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I was in the film by promoting the, it. <laughs> by the time we post to this, it will probably be out. Hmm. On DVD? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was mad. That bit's getting cut. That wasn't interesting at all. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, because with the tiny robot craps, yeah. And like God, this, shit. Is, this is <laughs> like fuck me, this podcast is schizophrenic. Yeah. Um, I thought we'd be able to stay more on topic than we would. Yeah, guess not. Because <laughs> but with cloning and shit and like the time robot class, like mm. we could like clone ourselves. <laughs> would you? No. If no, not a fucking chance. In in the, the conversation that we had where we found out um Oh my god, how can I forget the name of this fucking cash guru? Every time I forget the name of the cash guru sugar book that I, I need to talk about. Yeah, um, the the island, the, the Ewan yeah, McGregor no, yours, film, The yours Island. Yours is The Island, <laughs> and mine is, oh, Never Let Me Go. Um, both came out in 2005. One's a novel, one's a movie. Exactly the same plot, and because of what happens in that, that book, because I read the book, I've not seen the movie. Um, 
I do not want to play. It's about me. if you're super duper rich, you can go. Oh, oh, it's yours if you're super duper rich. It's everyone in Never. Okay, no, this is a, well. I think it's super duper rich, but you just go. You pay this company that's run by Sean Bean a load of money, okay. and he makes a clone of you. And you have need organs. They're like, "Oi, buddy, come here! I'm taking your heart." And you know, out. You, mm. you can't have ninety nine mini livers. Yeah, just take a full one out of yeah, you. Yeah, when you're when you're buds. Uh, no, I wouldn't kill myself. I fucking hate myself enough already. I wouldn't <laughs> deal with two of me. Right, I'm gonna want to claim myself then. Of course you would. There's some dude who keeps being told off by the UN because he really wants to clone himself, and he's just certain you? he can do it. it. I'm sure it breaks some kind of Geneva Convention. It's the thing where there's all the they keep being like, no, no, no. Actually, think of the UN rulings. There's another one there at the moment. Where it's got like it's okay. memes. No, it's that like. Have you not heard about? Oh, Polly. Have you not heard about the memes? Are they actually doing this? Oh, I'll talk about that. Okay. Oh my god. Uh, but no, what's happening yeah, is memes. AI is starting to get better and better. Oh yes. And they've gotten to the point where they're like, okay, we have an open letter that we're dealing with, and we really think hard about how we action this because it's about once it gets to the point where it gains some form of sentience. But there's, there's um, a class. Do you? Issue. And it doesn't wrong. Is the blame on the machine or is it on the creator? Frankenstein or Frankenstein and monster. Yeah, there's a whole thing about this that's going on at the moment. But and essentially the... what they're saying at the moment is, if anyone can, don't until this is decided. Um, there's Sophia, who has citizenship. Mm-hmm. Mm. The Israeli um, is Yeah, she's, she's Israeli. Israeli. She's from UAE. Mm. I want to say UAE, probably. Um, and I mentioned this to you when you said it. Um, and she's just a robot. It's really creepy because she has a face. Mm. Does she but have... then she's proper like clockwork orange kind of bullshit yeah, yeah. and that she doesn't have the back of her head but it's just you can see all the fucking shit I'm sorry on. what? not clockwork orange clockwork yeah, I'm like, robots from Doctor Who you <laughs> I was like did, did we read a different book? remember that one episode of Doctor Who clockwork orange <laughs> do you remember do you remember that time in clockwork orange where he took the top hat off and his fucking ginger his yeah. full head of ginger hair and he had Gears um, underneath it. Yeah, and they were getting caught up in my the brain. Air. My brain said clockwork, and then the rest of it went orange. Now I, I knew it as I said it. I was like, "No, you mean the fucking monsters out of that episode of Doctor Who?" Um, uh, two episodes of Doctor Who, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I clearly we? have no brains today. No, I yeah, no, I crabs. like cloning myself. Just sounds too like it sounds too scary. But there's that. Whole... It, 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 I, I, I think it's a Ben Riley thing. Mm. What you know? What, what level of cloning are we talking? Like, will he have all my memories? And by that process, who's the clone and who's not? And you know, it leads to that Ben Riley oh, scenario. You just reminded me. There's a great character. Well, characters in Invincible, which is a great comic. Anyone listen? Go read Invincible. It's terrific. There's a pair of villains in that called the Something Brothers, and they're these two big hulking blue guys. But one's a clone, and one's the guy who did it's the Joker brothers. Um, <laughs> but they're two guys and one of them's got like a goatee and an ear piercing and like all these different things the other one's like completely bald and all this stuff and the whole thing is one of them's like no I'm the clone no it's like I'm the real one you're the clone it's like well no I'm obviously the real one because like I've got the goatee and stuff it's like yeah I made you change your look because you're the clone and their whole dynamic is they always do half the work because they both of them think they're the original and there's one point where they there's a distinctive thing that shows who's the clone and who's the original and then the, the clone ends up murdering the original and cloning oh. himself. And then this argument starts again. And I think on that <laughs> alone, brilliant. you should just not clone yourself. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you know, it worked that out well himself. for Peter Parker and Ben Riley, but... 
Well, if I've got as my cloning They've material... They've got magic spider powers, I know. <laughs> no, if I've got cloning materials ready as that, I can just keep cloning myself. I reckon it's fine. As long as one of me is there. Joe, I'm not going to no. lie. I would literally kill all of you. <laughs> <laughs> you get to the last one, like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know, nor do I care. The, the actual thought of dealing wanted with to do yeah, this. The thought of dealing with more than one of you is an actual living hell. And on that note. <laughs> I've been worried for my life. <laughs> I've been Molly. <laughs> I've been the clone. I don't Jeff. like the eyes he's given me. Actually, I have not been an accessory to a murder. <laughs> uh, and I am not currently located in Cuba. 